Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. I mentioned last week that we were going to do a week of Psalms this week, and I'm, I'm excited about it because I have just finished uh, the 150 Psalms, and I've just so enjoyed being saturated in my heart and mind by these great words, some of them by David, some of them by other writers, and just incredible, incredible words of truth, words that pierce our lives and pierce our hearts, and we need to hear these truths. And so this week, I'm going to share with you some of the things that have stuck out to me over the last uh, month that I've been, not month, probably the last two weeks or three weeks that I've been reading the book of Psalms. And I just, uh, I want to share some of those with you. And even this morning, I had some uh, different uh, verses from different Psalms that just stuck out. And, and so I hope that he bless you today. Our Heavenly Father, as we read and share the book of Psalms, open our minds, open our hearts that we can hear you We could hear the voice of God talk to us, and we would respond to it. Lord, we know David in his his plight. Lord, he struggled, and we see his struggles in most of the book of Psalms, and we we see how he called upon you. We see how you rescued him. We see how he counted on you, how he led you through darkness into light. Lord, lead each one of us from darkness into light. May the light of God shine on us this week. Lord, may we be alive with you in every respect. Lord Jesus, I give you thanks and praise for all you do. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, I pray. Amen. Well, you know what? I'm going to read the 25th Psalm. I never thought a lot about the 25th Psalm until, until I... Listened to it on my recording, and, and it just really kind of touched my life. And so I want to share that one with you today, and I'm going to share another one with you tomorrow, and another one with you Wednesday, another one Thursday, and Pastor Gary will share on Friday about relationships. Oh, by the way, Pastor Gary Moore, uh, he does a relationship now. We would call it Lifetime Plus on Saturdays, and he shares about relationships. He spoke at uh, our church for me uh, la- uh, a couple weeks ago. And I'm telling you what, he spoke on grace, and I'm telling you what, it was powerful. He shared from his heart. If you ever get a chance, uh, go online to our website, uh, www.cloverdellchurch.org, and maybe look up Pastor Gary Moore's message on grace because it was powerful. And it, it changed, it touched my life. And I had a number of people ask for CDs that Sunday because it really made a difference. Because Gary is a very private person, but he came out of that private shell that day to share the hurts and pains he'd been going through and talking about the grace of God. So anyway, I just wanted to share that with you because it certainly was awesome. Chapter 25 of Psalm. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. In you I trust, O my God. Do not let me put to shame, nor let my enemies triumph over me. No one whose hope is in you will ever be put to shame, but they will be put to shame who are treacherous without excuse. So David starts off this psalm by saying, I lift up my soul to you. I entrust you, O God. People, that's a great way for us to start our day. I trust you, O God. I trust you to lead me, to guide me, and don't let me put to shame, nor let the enemies triumph over me. Because, folks, I can tell you this, the enemies would love to triumph over you. The good old devil would love to get in your life and twist things around. 
He would like to make you think things that you shouldn't be thinking. He would like to help you become judgmental towards people, judgmental towards church. That's exactly what the enemy would love. You stand your ground in defending truth. David certainly did. And then he goes on to say, verse 4, Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Guide me in your truth and teach me, for you are my God and my Savior, and my hope is in you all day long. I like that too. What is David saying? That David knew God. David was close to God. David was very close to God, but he still says, Show me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your past. You know, life is a learning lesson. Are you in a spot where you're being taught that you're learning? Are you opening the Word of God? Are you listening to the Word of God? Are you listening to the messages or taking the classes that maybe your church offers, the things that will help you in your spiritual walk? Are you doing that? Are you doing something like David is and praying that God would guide you in his truth, that he would teach teach you his ways? You know, he said, my hope is in you all day long, David said. All day long. And folks, I want to remember the Lord all day long. I love driving down the road talking to God. I love doing that. I love walking into the state house, talking to God and calling upon him to help direct me, help me to touch people's lives, that they would see you in me, that they'd see Jesus in me. I don't want people to see me. I don't want people to say, oh, Tom, he's a nice guy. You know, he he cares for people. But they'd say, you know what? He loves his God. He loves his Lord. He wants people to love him. That's what I want. And I hope and pray that's the, that's the heart that you have. And then he says, remember, O Lord, your great mercy and love, for they are from old. Remember not the sins of my youth and my rebellious ways. According to your love, remember me, for you are good, O Lord. I like that. And David's pretty straight again. He says, you know, remember, O Lord, your great mercy and love. And he says, remember not the sins of my youth. You remember when David sinned against God and sinned against uh, with Bathsheba and, and Uriah and, just, and against his wife, and he had those terrible sins. But he says, remember them not. The good news is when you ask God to forgive you, the Word of God tells us in a, it's in a sea of forgetfulness. He will not remember it any longer because you've asked him to clear this light. You've asked him. Maybe it's something from your past when you were a, when you were a uh, student, when you were in high school or college, and you know you just you didn't live a perfect life. None of us did. And we've asked God to forgive me. He's, God says, I will blot it out. It is gone. It is gone. And, and then we move forward, and we, and we try not to fall victim again of those things that have brought us down. But David was very clear with that. You see that all through the you know, David's, David's Psalms anyway. You see that. Uh, in his life, how he was always asking God. Even though we know God has taken care of it, we know God has forgiven us. He sent Jesus Christ to the cross. It's been pinned to the cross. His sins are gone, and he's forgiven us. You know, we still have those scars. Just like on my uh, right hand, the, the, the finger next to my little finger, I have this scar. It is still there. I got this scar when I was six years old. I was rolling a friction car across the floor, and it caught me, and it bled like crazy. In fact, it filled the whole towel with blood. They took me to the hospital. They gave me a shot of Novocaine, and that's when they found out I was allergic to Novocaine. I broke out all over, and the doctor said if I ever had Novocaine again, it could kill me. 
And uh, they, then they sewed up that hand. But I have those three stitches. You ever see me? You want to see my little uh, my hand? I'll show you the scar from when I was six years old. I have, but it reminds me of that time, reminds me of that pain, reminds me of going to the hospital and getting that, that shot back then. Those needles were huge. I remember, I remember that. But there's things like that. You remember that. On my uh, left knee, I have a scar on both sides of my knee. When I was in ninth grade playing football for Greenleaf Academy, I got hit in a game in Huntington, and my knee blew up, and my literally blew up. Cartilages were going everywhere, and uh, it was uh, it was an amazing time. I knew that something major had happened because when they stood me up, my cartilages were like marbles. They were floating around there, and they had to carry me on a stretcher, probably 150 yards uh, to the school, and then they took me to the uh, doctor in Caldwell, the hospital, and then it was a week later that I had a major knee surgery, and it's an ugly surgery too. And this that right scar was pretty ugly. It was back before they had a lot of technology. See, that was in '71. But every time I look at that scar, I think of that time. I even remember I, I had just punted. I was the punter. I had just punted. I was the last guy to chase down this this guy running for a touchdown. And right before I used to reach and to tackle him, I got clipped from the side. And right, right from behind, and my knee just exploded. But I'll never forget that as long as I live. I have a knee on the left side of that knee. I have a scar. This was in 1992. I was playing basketball in a church league, and I came down, and my knee buckled. And I had to have a surgery on that. I had an ACL on that side of my knee. I remember the recovery because I was older, 92. See, I was 37. I was older, and I remember the recovery process and all the therapy and how miserable that was and the pain that knee caused me. Thank the Lord for being 62 as I am now. This left knee hasn't bothered me a whole lot. It's kind of numb in some areas, but after having it operated on both sides. But I remember those things. So we remember scars, remember things that have happened. But God has forgiven them and so glad for that. And then he says, verse 8, good and upright is the Lord, therefore he instructs sinners in his ways. He guides the humble in what is right, and he teaches them the way. See, he shows us the way. If we're willing to listen, if we're willing to learn, if we're willing to stay in touch with him, he will show us the way. He says, all the ways of the Lord are loving and faithful for those who keep the demands of his covenant. For the sake of your name, O Lord, forgive my iniquity, though it is great. And see, David, again, is asking, forgive my sins. Even though he knows God has forgiven his sin, it's just that scar that tends to remind us. He will instruct him in the way chosen for him. He will spend his days in prosperity, and his descendants will inherit the land. The Lord confides in those who fear him. And fear in this passage is is used as love. For those who love him, he makes his covenant known to them. He will show you his ways. He says, for my eyes are ever on the Lord, for only he who will release my feet from the snare. Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. The troubles of my heart have multiplied. Free me from my anguish. Look upon my affliction and my distress and take away all my sins. Again, David's asking, take away all my sins. Some people say, well, I paid once, and so it covers for every sin I ever do. Well, David continually asked God to take away his sins. He remembered them. You know, and God says, I've done it, David. I've done it. I've taken care of you. I will watch over you. And that's what he does for us, folks. He takes away your sins. Thanks for calling upon him. Hey, 
I pray your day is filled with His love and glory. Have a good one. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.